Welcome to the Artificial Intelligence Podcast with your host, Dr. Tony Huang. I talk anything and everything that has to do with AI, ML, and data science. In September 2020, Google Cloud's unit looked into using AI to help out a fintech firm decide whether or not they can you know, lend money to. So what ended up happening was they turned down the client's idea after weeks of internal discussions, deeming that the product was too ethically dicey because the AI technology could raise some biases like those around race and gender. So since early last year, Google has also blocked new AI features, which are like, for instance, like analyzing emotions because um, they feared uh, cultural insensitivity while Microsoft also began restricting software that mimics voices. And then additionally, IBM rejected a client request for an advanced facial recognition system. So all of these technologies were curbed by panels of execs or other uh, leaders, um, according to interviews with AI ethics uh, chiefs at the three U.S. Uh, tech giants. So um, reported here for the first time, their vetoes and the, uh, the deliberations that led to them reflected a, like an industrial, industry-wide drive to balance the pursuit of lucrative AI systems with a greater consideration of social responsibility. So there are opportunities and harm. And what we need to understand is that it's our job to maximize opportunities and also minimize risk, right? So um, uh, judgments can be difficult. Uh, is basically uh, the, the gist of things. So for instance, Microsoft had to balance the uh, the benefit of using its voice uh, tech to restore, like for instance, impaired people's speeches against risks such as like enabling uh, political deep fakes um, and other like uh, 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 really uh, dark uh, negative uh, consequences that can that that are uh, actions that can arise from using such technologies and we're seeing you know rights activists say that the decisions with uh, potentially broad consequences for society should not be made internally alone right so these rights groups are arguing that ethics communities cannot be truly independent and um, their public transparency is limited by competitive pressures. So that's actually really interesting. Um, if you kind of view, you know, external oversight as a, a way forward, um, you know, that could lead to, for instance, U.S. and European authorities, uh, you know, drawing rules for certain areas, right? So um, if a company's AI ethics communities are really becoming transparent and, you know, independent, um, then it's it's very uh, you know it's it's very uh, 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 utopianist uh, for everyone, um, but realistically, a lot of these companies aren't as transparent or are independent as you might think. So, 
um, you know, these companies said they, they'd be, you know, they'd welcome like regular regulations on the use of AI and that this was, you know, essential for both customers and public, um, you know, confidence. Um, they also said it's, it's also in their financial interest to act responsibly, uh, responsibly. Now they are keen though, for many rules to be flexible enough to keep up with innovation and uh, new dilemmas it creates, right? So among like complex considerations, you know, to come, um, IBM has begun discussing how to police uh, an emerging frontier, right? So for instance, we have uh, implants and wearables that wire computers to brains. So such like neural technologies could help, for instance, uh, people with impaired uh, motor functions, um, but it also raises concerns such as the, you know, prospects of, of hackers manip manipulating like thoughts, for instance. And so um, one of the other things that, uh, that, that people are concerned about is that AI can see your sorrow. So uh, tech companies uh, acknowledged that just five years ago, they were launching AI services uh, such as like chatbots and photo tagging, which is now ubiquitous, with few ethical safeguards and, um, you know, tackling misuse or, or, or bias results with, you know, some, some type of update. Um, but as like political and public uh, scrutiny of AI failings grew, uh, for instance, like Microsoft in 2017, and then there was like, you know, Google and IBM in 2018, they established... Um, ethics, uh, some type of ethics community to review new services, you know, from the start. So Google said it was, uh, presented with its money lending, um, you know, uh, initiatives last, um, you know, two, two September's ago. So September, 2020, you know, when a financial service company figured AI could assess people's like credit worthiness better than other methods. Right. Um, the project appeared well suited for Google Cloud or GCP, whose um, expertise in developing AI tools that help, you know, in areas such as detecting um, abnormal transactions, you know, has attracted clients like um, Deutsche Bank, um, HSBC, and BNY Mellon. Um, so Google's unit um, anticipated AI-based credit scoring could become you know, a market worth billions of dollars a year, and they just wanted a foothold. However, its ethics community of about 20 managers, um, social scientists and engineers who reviewed potential deals unanimously voted against the project at an October 2020 meeting. The AI system would need to learn from past data and patterns uh, which is what the community uh, concluded. And th there's a risk in repeating uh, discriminatory practices from around the world against people of color and other minority groups. Um, so when more, uh, what, well, actually what's more is that uh, the community um, uh, created this policy to skip all financial service deals related to credit worthiness until such concerns could be resolved, which is crazy to think about. Like, like they're just completely 
uh, skipping out on billions of dollars each year because it's the right thing to do. Now, um, you know, this this community has also rejected three similar proposals over the prior year, um, including you know one from like a credit card company and a business lender um, who are like super eager uh, to 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 get a, to get some money from from this new tech. Um, and then you know Google also said its second cloud ethics community. So they have two of them, right? So they're, that first community that I talked about, they called it Lemonade. And the second community is actually called Ice Tea, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, so, so this second community uh, this past year, uh, you know, was placed under review or w- was charged to review a service that was released in 2015 for categorizing photos of people by four expressions: uh, so joy, sorrow, anger, and surprise. Now the move the move followed a ruling last year by uh, a um, Google's uh, company wide ethics panel, which they call ATRC, which is the Advanced Technology Review Council. Um, so they're they're that 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 panel uh, is in charge of like holding back new services um, that are related to reading emotions. So the ATR. Um, you know, which is composed of over a dozen top execs and engineers, determined that um, inferring uh, emotions could be insensitive because facial cues are, well, well, they're associated differently with feelings across different cultures, right? For other, for various reasons. Um, so the second um, uh, uh, ethics community, the, the ICT, blocked 13 uh, planned emotions for the cloud tool, uh, including uh, embarrassment and contentment, and could soon drop the service actually just altogether in favor of a new system that would describe movements such as like frowning and smiling without seeking to interpret them, which is really interesting. The next uh, thing that's happening is is in terms of like voice and, and, and faces. So uh, Microsoft developed software that could uh, reproduce someone's voice from a short sample. Um, but the company's like sensitive uses panel, which is what they're called, uh, spent more than two years debating the ethics around its use and um and also, like they, they also consulted a, a, another company. Um, and what was really interesting was that um, so the, the the panel, which is consists of like uh, specialists in fields uh, such as like human rights, data science, engineering, eventually gave the green light for custom neutral voice. Uh, which is a a, a, um, a project to be fully released in February um, of this year of 2021, um, but it placed restrictions on uh, its use, including um, you know that uh, subject's consent is verified, and then like a a team of responsible AI champions is what they're called are trained on corporate policy. Uh, that that approves these purchases. Now, furthermore, like IBM's AI board, which has about twenty department leaders, 
wrestled with its own dilemma when early in the the COVID-19 pandemic, it examined a client request to customize facial recognition uh, technology to spot fevers and face coverings. So the, uh, the, the board declined the invitation, concluding that manual checks would suffice with less uh, intrusion on uh, privacy because photos could not be you know, retained in any AI database. And then you know, six months later, IBM announced it would be discontinuing its uh, face recognition services as well. The, the next thing that happened was, so in, in an attempt to uh, protect privacy and other freedoms, lawmakers in the EU, the European Union, and uh, the United States are pursuing far-reaching controls on AI systems. So the EU's Artificial Intelligence Act is what it's called, um, which is on track to be passed uh, next year in 2022, would bar real-time face recognition in public spaces and require tech companies to vet high-risk applications such as like those used in hiring, uh, credit scoring, and law enforcement. Um, in the states here, we have you know U.S. Congressman Bill Foster, who you know holds these hearings on how like algorithms carry, um, or, or they're, they're carrying forward like discrimination in the tent, in the fintech space, and the housing for like low income, um, and said like new laws that govern AI would ensure uh, an even field for vendors. So um, you know, basically, when, when you ask a company to take a hit in profits to accomplish a societal goal, these companies say, you know, what about our stakeholders? What about our competitors? And, you know, that's why you need sophisticated regulations. So there are areas which are so sensitive that you can see tech firms staying out, you know, deliberately until there's a clear rule of, of how they can proceed in that space. So uh, some AI advances may simply be on hold now for now until companies can counter ethical risk without uh, dictating enormous engineering resources. Um, so after Google Cloud turned down the request for custom, you know, financial AI last October, um, the, the fir their first uh, uh, ethics panel, which is the called Lemonade, told the sales team that the unit aims to start developing credit-related applications, you know, someday in the, in the far future. Um, and then, you know, first, though, the research into combating um, unfair biases must first catch up with Google Cloud's ambitions to increase uh, financial inclusion through you know this what's known as this highly sensitive technology, um, and until that time, uh, I don't think any of the big uh, tech players are are in a position to deploy, well, frankly, any type of solution in you know that arena. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can contact me at t-o-n-y-p-h-o-a-n-g dot com for more information on 
AI, ML, and data science.